You're tuned in to Nerd Overload, your weekly show for video games, movies, TV shows, comics, tech news, and more. Now your hosts, Cody Pinnock, Samantha Cross, Sam Dunham, and Josh Harrison. Hey everybody, it's your friendly neighborhood Nerd Overload, the pop and geek culture show that knows with great power comes great responsibility. I'm Josh. I'm Cody. I'm Samantha. And I'm Sam. <laughs> Kind of mixing it up today. Kind of mixing it up today. That's right. We have a great show for you this week. Thank you all for tuning in. We have a bunch of news, including a review of Spider-Man Homecoming coming up in the second part of the show. But first, let's get into some things we've been checking out. Whip, whip. That was that was your webbing. Yes, that was my web. You my shot ner- web. My nerd web. <laughs> There's a crusty old meme. Yep. <laughs> How do I shot web? <laughs> Look it up, kids. <laughs> Yeah, you like those memes. Yeah. <laughs> those were our memes, and we liked it. Yeah. <laughs> Petridge Farm remembers. <laughs> uh, Did you want to talk about Riverdale? We could talk about River. I mean, we've talked about Riverdale before on it's the show. It's been a long time. Yeah, you, you, you staunchly told people not to watch it. I told you. I warned you. I, I just decided to watch it just to put trash on while working out. <laughs> yeah. Well, you couldn't. You couldn't. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> Couldn't have picked trashier trash because yeah, I mean yeah, it, it's garbage. <laughs> it's absolute garbage. It's like watching a hot plate of of just trash. Yeah, yeah. the hot teens. Yeah. No, garbage teens. Full of hot- Those teens are in quotes. Yeah. yeah, because there is no way that any of them are under the age of twenty. No, they they all look like full grown adults. Like even even Archie and. Uh, Grundy don't look more than a couple years apart. Yeah. If they didn't, you know, hammer it in on that first episode that, hey, we're sophomores. Yeah. <laughs> like, they would look at Grundy and Archie and go, eh, okay. Yeah. Uh. That whole side plot is is garbage. Yeah. They, they want you to feel for Grundy or whatever and Archie, but, well, I guess to feel bad for Archie because he was statutory raped. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But I, I can't feel bad for her at all because she's basically a child predator. Yeah, that's super not cool. No, I, I can't believe they wrote it that way. It's nuts. Yeah, it's like they didn't think. Well, like we like I've said before, like we said before a recording, it's like they wrote this. There's a version of this script, I bet, where they're all seniors. They're all 18-year-old seniors, and it's not as much, much less problematic. Yeah. But someone along the line said... We're going to get multiple seasons of this. So push them back up a couple years so we don't have to worry about college right away. Yeah. Actually, I just read that the next season is going to be like 22 or 24 episodes. Oh, geez. Good Lord. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. That's a, that's a lot of episodes. Yeah. For a bad TV show. I wonder what the th- main thrust of season two is going to be. Archie. Be- <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. yeah. But like... No spoilers, but they solve the mystery at the end of this season. <laughs> the whole Jason Blossom thing the that's super tangential, like yeah. in the background for those first five episodes. They super solve it. Huh. Yeah. Some further mystery will come forth, I'm sure. Yeah. Maybe they'll introduce Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Oh, I hope so. A, I'd be down. A supernatural yeah. element to yeah. Riverdale. Why not? Why not? I feel like... Weird. Yeah, I, I feel like when they wrote this show, like they knew the names, but didn't really know that much about like the core of like the Archie comics. I, I don't no, know I about that. It's there's the characters are pretty well characterized. Yeah, based on their, it's just like they're based on those characters and put in a different situation, kind of like Afterlife with Archie, but not good. <laughs> <laughs> Which is interesting because one of the the head writers for this show. Was the guy who wrote Afterlife with Archie? Hmm. Yeah. There's so many like literary references. Yeah, and... it's weird, and they feel really forced. <laughs> like, oh look, we're smart. Maybe, hey, maybe we'll get lucky. Maybe they'll just do Archie versus Predator. Yeah, <laughs> well, that's that the would next be good. season. Yeah. I'm going to push that comic to the day I die because oh, it's God, there stupid. Was, there's an Archie um, meets someone comic that's coming out soon archie archie meets poison ivy and harley quinn that's what it yeah. is oh, no. yeah that's what i meant it is. to tell you about that but yeah oh, they're no. they're doing that like it's, the image is like archie drinking a milkshake with poison ivy and harley quinn on each side of him and then betty and veronica are behind him like glaring yeah and it's being uh, partially written by paul dini which is means it's going to be really really funny yeah oh, my God. 
Yeah. I've always been a, a Veronica guy. Yeah. Between Betty and Veronica. But this show in in the universe of this show, I like Betty better. I'm a I'm a Veronica through and through. Hundred percent. Hundred years. Hundred years Veronica dot <laughs> com. I mean any anywhere out of this show, yes, but in this show, I don't know. I just feel so bad for poor Betty. <laughs> well, yeah, I feel bad for Betty too, but I no, I'm it's Veronica. <laughs> I th- I think Betty's just such a sweetheart in this show. <laughs> Although they kinda hint that that Maybe something's not quite right with Betty, too. I think maybe she has split personalities. Hmm. I think her her sister, mm-hmm. they always talk about, I think maybe that's just her. Keep thinking that. <laughs> that's, that's one theory. Might not be right, but that's one theory. <laughs> they make it kind of seem that way, especially, I, I don't want to spoil any. Well, I don't know. Does it matter? It's it doesn't trash. matter. It's, it's, it's Riverdale. Show. Who cares? Spoil it. <laughs> I want to hear about the con, though. What? I kind of want to hear about the con. The con? Convention. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah I you could, probably should talk about I the should convention. probably talk about the convention. Yeah. Uh, no, last weekend, I um, ran out to Indianapolis for Indie Pop Con. This is the fourth year that they uh, put their con on, and it has doubled in size from last year. The thing was massive. Yeah, it seems like it's, it's turned into a pretty big con. It's kind of becoming a big deal. A ton of cosplay. Just floor to ceiling just cosplay and everything booths all over the place i like that this con focuses um not just on comics or not just on celebrities but they get youtube personalities they get music musicians they get you know hmm. a wide range of of uh folks yeah, out there that's for why it. it's called PopCon. yeah exactly pop culture pop not cult- just any one specific thing exactly but it was a blast. I was able to make it out for the Friday and Saturday. I didn't stick around for the Sunday. But next year, I'm probably going to go all three days just because it was that much fun. I'm glad you had a good time. Yeah. 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 It was yeah. yeah. It was it was a, a blast. Got to see a couple of panels. Uh that was really cool. The uh, the panel, the major panel was um it's like I think it was called like Twisted Tunes or something like that. It was uh four voice actors read the first part of the script for The Princess Bride. Uh and <laughs> And switched up their voices per act. So it was uh, Richard Horvitz, who was um, Alpha 5 and Invader Zim. Jess Harnell, Dang who it. was Wacko <laughs> and a bunch of others. Um, Troy Baker. So oh, that's a, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Every every video game protagonist. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. And God, who was the fourth one? Oh, Phil Lamar was the fourth oh, one. Oh, wow. Nice. Yeah. Phil so, Lamar of being freaking Phil Lamar. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, um, Samurai Jack. Yeah, and everything else. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was. It was. That was a blast. That was hilarious. Yeah, that sounds awesome. Yeah, they've been doing that a lot here lately. With like uh, when they get a bunch of voice actors together, mm-hmm. though. Like I've seen where they like read the whole script of like Star Wars. Well, it's and stuff it's like just Harnell's thing. Oh, okay. he what any any con that he goes to, he he puts that. That's his panel. Okay, he puts that on, and he does. They do different movies or whatever. Star Wars went around real big when they did it at yeah. uh, San Diego that yep, one time. I remember that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that might have been one of the first times they did that, I think, if I'm remembering Probably. right. Yeah. Sat through that panel, went to a Lloyd Kaufman panel, of course. Nice. Got to talk to Lloyd again this year um, at his booth. Really, you know, not really his booth. It's his merch table that he just kind of <laughs> hangs out at for, for the day. That was uh, a blast. Has some really, really... Strong opinions on net neutrality. <laughs> <laughs> he would. He would. Absolutely. But no, got to talk to some people out there. Um, didn't get a chance to speak to a whole lot of celebrities. Um, unfortunately, we just didn't get the opportunity. Uh, tried for it, but you know, we're, it we're, happens. We're not that big time. We're not not there yet. <laughs> yeah. But I did talk to Johnny Young Bosch a little bit, the Black Power Ranger, because... I, also a voice actor. Also a voice actor, because I have to. It's Power Rangers. I have to. It, you're you're I have obligated. To, I have to stay on brand, you guys. Yeah. I have to stay on brand. <laughs> but, also, he wasn't one of the worst later Rangers. Oh, no. He was probably one of the best Rangers from that uh, main From cast. that era. Yeah. yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Adam Park was the best Ranger. Better than Tommy. Adam Park. The Johnny Young Bosch's oh, okay. character. I can never I can never remember as his name. As far as I'm concerned, Tommy's the worst ranger. Well, <laughs> well he's the Poochie of, yeah. of power of early Power Rangers. And Everybody that, talks about Tommy, and when he's not on screen, everyone asks, Where's Tommy? <laughs> but uh but no, actually uh, ran into some people from Marion 
while I was <laughs> out there cool. and kind of kind of hung out with them, uh, including um, former uh, special guest on the show, Josh. Oh, okay. Josh Signs, yeah. He was out there and uh, just kind of hung out, and it was a blast. It was a really, really, really good time. I can't wait to go back next year. And on the website, I actually took a bunch of pictures of people in cosplay and put that up for everyone to see. So yeah, go over there out. and check cool. that out. Yeah, yeah. our cosplay galleries are generally on point. Yeah, yeah we, we usually do a pretty okay job at that. <laughs> you got a dragon made one, so that's cool. Yeah, there were, I, I'll be honest, for every picture that's on the website, there are at least three that I missed. Honestly, uh-huh. it was just packed, and there were a ton of dragon maids. There were a ton of other anime characters. You anime, who they were. Yeah. When in doubt, assume it's anime. <laughs> <laughs> but no, there was a a lot of Undertale characters this year. That surprises me because I thought it was kind of done. Kind of done. Yeah. yeah. Not that I don't love Undertale. I don't want to sound like I don't like it because it's a great, fantastic game. Yeah. But I thought that was kind of done. No, it doesn't seem to be and it seems to be the same age group that homestucks were into a few years ago <laughs> so the homestucks it's the ones that have moved on yeah because there are plenty of homestucks out there as well and they weren't really enjoying the con they were all kind of sitting in circles outside of the con <laughs> doing their homestuck in, thing in their in their costs in their like candy corn horn costume whatever <laughs> their weird gray face i think I think Toby Fox was kind of part of that community. Oh, probably. So that's why that there was crossover. Probably. Yeah, that makes sense. And uh, starting to see uh, Adventure Zone stuff Ooh, pop up. That's great. Really? Every once in a while. Yeah. The well. Oh, the, yeah. It's really big now. Yeah, it's huge. And well, that one group that, that I got a picture of was the three leads and Angus. Angus. Yeah. Boy detective. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it was a lot of fun. When does the Adventure Zone comic come out? It's gotta be I, soon. It's gotta be soon. I I'm not 100 percent sure. I know yeah, there. I want that. I know there were they were having a little trouble with the depiction of Taco yeah. in it because they colored him blue, and I guess that is problematic. It was or anti-Semitic some, in some way. I don't know. I don't know. They couldn't. They couldn't. Any way they took it, they couldn't. They win. They couldn't win. They are. They got in trouble when they were all white at the uh-huh. beginning. Yeah. So they so they changed that up a little bit, and mm-hmm. then when they turned Taco Blue, then that's a, that was the problem. Yeah, they're not gonna win. No, they can't win. They're just gonna have to pick whatever upsets the least amount of people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's what happens when you have characters that people are picturing in their head based mm-hmm. on from an audio. And yeah, medium where the the players were specifically told not to really describe their character because yeah. they wanted the fans to picture them however they want. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Other they're, than, they're... This is the human. This is the elf. This is the dwarf. Yeah, yeah. Pretty much. Um, well, but no, it, it's like uh, Night Vale. They yeah. went nuts with that and created a character that's nowhere that's near. Doesn't exist. Yeah, the actual yeah. depiction of. Cecil. Cecil. Yeah, I don't... Where did they get the idea for the tattoo, the sleeve eye tattoo? Yeah, the third eye. Yeah, that's that's dumb. It's not canon. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, You don't see... Speaking of that, you don't see Night Vale. There for a while, I was seeing Night Vale cosplay at at cons, and that's kind of gone. It's it's Mm, kind of died down. I don't know. Generally, anytime I go to like a con or something, I I see it always at least like one like terror scout or something. Oh, okay. That's the most of the ones I ever see. I don't know. I think... I think Night Vale's shtick has kind of gotten old, honestly. Yeah, a little bit. I yeah. haven't listened to Night Vale in a very long time. No, I yeah, I dropped it. Yeah, I couldn't. I was like, ah, it's, I think it's I'm It's a done. lot of the same joke mm-hmm. over and over again. Yeah, yeah. After 70 episodes, you're like, I get it. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. Um, it, you're creepy and you're like gee whiz about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Not even gee whiz about it. They're just like, it's like normal every day for them. Yeah. Uh, also, while I was out at uh, Indianapolis, I was able to stop out at a uh, one of those uh, barcade places out oh, cool. there called Tappers. It was really cool. Great name. Best yeah. name. <laughs> really good name. Yeah. Did the bartender have like a big mustache and? Suspenders? Well, he did, but he was a hipster. He wasn't oh. like, you know. It was. I it, guess it tapper, wasn't a, the tapper guy does just kind of look like a. He just kind of looked like an old timey hipster. <laughs> Yeah, but oh, no, man. it was it was cool. There was a little kind of bit, little bit of a like a hole in the wall kind of place. Not a lot of room to maneuver. <laughs> so, like sixteen bit, like not 16 a lot bit. of room to. Hey, yeah. sixteen bit's great when there's nobody there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, I've been there when there's nobody there. It's great. It's awesome. But yeah, no, it was pretty well packed. 
But no, it was a lot of fun. I'm really glad I, I got a chance to uh, run out there. Let's buy the license to Tapper and make a new one where the bartender is like a hipster like that. Perfect. Done. Sounds good. Yeah. If anybody wants to invest in my Tapper. We'll call it Tapsters. Tapsters. Oh, no. <laughs> my Tapper reboot. wonder who owns the rights to yeah. it. Because it was Midway, and Midway dissolved. Yeah. So the, those rights might be up in the air. They might be. I, yeah, I don't know, because Tapper was used in Wreck-It Ralph. So. That's true. Well, yes. maybe they used it for free. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I don't know, but the, know. someone might hold the right. Yeah, yeah. And that someone might be might be Disney. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was trying to find the rights to who, to who owned Moon Patrol not too long oh, ago. Oh, nice. <laughs> nice. Because it's a sweet game. And I had an idea for a comic about it. Oh, cool. Okay. But I couldn't find who I couldn't find who owns the rights. Yeah. There was a game that I played out there for the first time over the weekend. It was called like Wizard of Wizard of War. Wizard of War. <laughs> I think it's great. That's a good game. It's, it's a... kind of Pac-Man esque. I am super good at it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wizard of War is a sweet game. That's what inspired um, that uh, lesbian spider queens from Mars game. If you've ever played that, oh, that's a great game. Oh, I have game. played that. I have that's played a fantastic that game. game. Nice. Because Adult Swim game. It's actually one of their stronger games. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so anyway, uh, beyond the, the con, the other thing I checked out this week was uh, the first four episodes of Castlevania dropped on Netflix. And uh, I'm only about an episode and a half. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah, it's, it's good. Yeah, it's fine. Admittedly, medieval stuff is not my shtick. It's not my forte, and anime-esque stuff is not my shtick. It's not my thing, but... It is American-produced. It's American-produced, yeah. yeah. It's it's like a halfway... The animation style is like a halfway mix between Avatar The Last Airbender and Aeon Flux. Like, they're all kind of long, but they're not, like, freak long. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but, uh, the, the guy does Aeon Flux. His art style is really... Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's the Rob Liefeld of, of animation, kind <laughs> of. But uh, but no, the, the show's enjoyable. It's fine. I've heard good things. I still haven't sat down and got, yeah. got through it yet. Well, I keep trying to watch it, and somebody keeps falling asleep. Well, don't try to watch it at 11 o'clock at night. <laughs> <laughs> That's my sleep time. <laughs> but no, they. I think they did a really, really good job setting up why Dracula has decided to, you know what, hey, screw humanity. Yeah. I'm done. Like that whole prologue before the the uh, the intro makes sets everything up, makes everything make a lot of sense. I like the way they took Trevor. He's kind of yeah. like a disgrace. Honestly, watching the first episode and a half of with Trevor reminded me a lot of your D and D character Tom Dujon. <laughs> oh like, God, yeah, that would be. I, yeah. I kind of if if we played a game where it was like we were being serious. That's like probably how I would picture that, your character yeah, going. That's kind of how he is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, that's right, Josh. If we played a game, yeah. <laughs> I'm shaming you on air now. About no, this. you do it all the time. All the time. Yeah, yeah not on air. Not on yes, air. Yes, you do. <laughs> this isn't the first time. Love you. Mm, sure. Uh, but no, it's 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 enjoyable enough. The, um, the only problem is there's mm-hmm. no Castlevania music. Yeah, that's true. And I'm you know, you never know. We might get it by the end. Um I just think the writing's really uh is really good. It's the standout. It's done by uh Warren Ellis, mm. who's a comic book writer. It, he's also an executive producer and uh for what it is and with all the caveats that I have with the style of show it is, <laughs> it's it's enjoyable enough. And I think it has like eight more episodes that that are going to be released at some point. Yeah, there's they already uh said season 2. Yeah, eight with eight more episodes. Yeah, so. and that's and that's cool because if they ended it here with these four, there's like nothing to it. <laughs> Alucard's in it, isn't he? The very end. Ah, okay. Yeah, and it's and they and they they explain that his name isn't really Alucard, that his name is actually like uh, Alexander something or other. Alucard. <laughs> well, his uh, Dracula's name is like Vlad Tempest, right? Yeah, Vlad Tempest. So. Alucard's name is Alexander Tempest, but he mm. says everybody calls me Alucard. Mm. So, because it's stupid, his name is Dracula backwards. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> though, though, uh, side tangent though, I saw this thing. It was like some post on. I don't remember if it was a, a BuzzFeed post or not, but it was a list of like every state's favorite video game character or okay. like popular Google searches for video game characters. Sure. Oh, it was on the Nerdist, and yeah. they messed up. Yeah, yeah. Out west is a bunch of like. 
uh, Alucard, but they use the wrong Alucard. They use the one from Helsing. The anime oh, Helsing. And not, and not... The Carmen Sandiego Alucard. <laughs> Good job, Nerdist. Yeah. You're really knocking it out of the park. <laughs> Only one state had Master Chief. Oh. Texas. Yeah. yeah. Do you remember what Ohio's was? Sonic. 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 It was Sonic yeah. the friggin' Hedgehog. Well, you gotta go fast to get, get out. out. Of- <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe Sonic beats Mario. I in- Well, yeah, I kinda can. Yeah. Well. well not least- in sales. Well, at least it wasn't Danky Can. Yeah. You would think that it would be Mario and not Sonic because no one in Ohio would want some a character that's blue and yellow. Yeah. Ooh, yeah think about it Sport, think about it the sports. sports yeah <laughs> anyway that's my check it outs for this week i did a surprising amount of things now next week i'll probably say eh, i didn't do anything you know but... oh and spider-man yeah i went and saw spider-man yeah but we're I gonna saw talk Spider-Man. about that that's that's yeah. all i really got is i watched as, spider-man as far as you know right now i've seen spider-man yes yes <laughs> <laughs> yeah that man that that man that really does the spidering Hey, hey, we'll get into it yeah. after after the break. He but. really shot web. <laughs> that reminds me of this like web comic I used to read. It was a uh, Batman and Spider and Batman and Spider Man. Batman yeah. Spider Man. Yeah, it's a it was a cartoon. Yeah. On oh, YouTube. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh man, those are great. Actually, yeah. you can watch it on if you get that VRV uh, app. They've got Batman Spider Man on there. Oh, nice. We actually signed up for that. Like it's the ten dollars. Really good, actually. It's a great deal. Yeah. And we're not being sponsored by them, although if they would like. Yeah, <laughs> but, yeah you get access to like Crunchyroll. Yeah, for and... ten bucks a month, you get Crunchyroll. You get mm-hmm. like Cartoon oh, Hangover. Yeah. Oh, that's really cool. It's good. Tested. Yeah. Yes. You get all kinds of Rift stuff. Rift Tracks. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah, and. Although I was paying for a Crunchyroll. Oh, you get CISO too. I was oh. paying for Crunchyroll and CISO and something else. And I just unsubscribed to all those and it's cheaper just to have VRV. That makes sense. Yeah. Plus it gives you access to all the uh, like Bravest Warriors. Yeah, and the, like not an ad. Not an yeah, ad, guys. Not yeah. an ad. The, the being puppy cat shows that I kickstarted and couldn't get to anymore. <laughs> I actually finally, like when I, when I saw the app, I just decided to watch the whole thing. The ending's weird on Bee and Puppy Cat. I, mean, I need to watch them. Since I, I mean, I kickstarted them. I might as well watch all of them. <laughs> I tell you, those first couple episodes, I, after it got kickstarted and came back, I did not care for. But they went for to a totally weird direction with it. <laughs> oh, but, sure. Yeah. I mean, it's still, I, I, I think I liked it more by the end of it than I did when the Kickstarter version first came out. I never did read the comics, though. I read one. It was okay. Obviously not super great, or I would have read more than one. <laughs> <laughs> I read all of uh, the Motor Crash trade. Oh, yeah. How was that? It was excellent. Yeah? And it kind of has more of a, a superhero slant, I think, to it than you would expect. Okay, because I really just think it's, from the looks of it, it's just future motocross, kind of. Yeah, well, it's motorcycle racing. Yeah. But the main character, Domino Swift... The the whole conceit of the thing is there's this drug called Crush mm-hmm. that you can give to your motorcycle mm. to make it perform better, oh. but then it gets addicted to it and won't run without it type of thing. Oh, okay. Wait, wait. The motorcycles are sentient? No. <laughs> no, they just need need Crush how, to perform at how, a higher level. How, how can a machine get addicted to a drug? Exactly. Well, you have to suspend your disbelief on that one. No, <laughs> no, no, I'm not. It's not a living machine. Where is your childlike sense of wonder, Josh? Yeah. It died a long time ago. <laughs> but but no, uh, it's good? Yeah, they, is good? Yeah, they lead you to believe that Domino has asthma, but you know, an, an issue in, it turns out she's got crush in there, and she needs the crush, oh. which normally if a person you know, absorbs it, it makes them explode. Oh, jeez. But for some reason, she needs it, and... Maybe it might make her go at super speed or something. Oh, nice! Really cool. Yeah, there's a at the there's a cliffhanger at the very end where after she takes a bunch of crush to get out of a a bad situation, mm-hmm. she comes back two years in the future. <laughs> They're like, "Where have you been?" And she's like, "What? I just you know I was just in this situation and now I came back." It's like, "No, it's been two years." Oh wow! Yeah, and then it ends. <laughs> huh. Wow, that's crazy. She went so fast, she went into the future. Yeah, that's what they make it seem like. I don't know what actually happened, but... Well, that's excellent. Or maybe she was in a coma. Yeah. 
Maybe there, I don't know. There's something going on with Domino Swift. We don't know what it is. Mm. But she may be not human or has some sort of... She's part robot. That's yeah, why know. she's... Yeah, yeah. Maybe. She's, part, she's part motorcycle. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> she's a transformer. I hate work for that one Michael Bay movie. Well, yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> the less we talk about that, the better. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, definitely pick up that book. Pick up the trade. It's like seven bucks. That's, oh, the, that's the best. That's excellent. Okay, cool. Uh, you know what? Let's go ahead and take a break here. And when we come back, we'll get into our uh, review of Spider-Man Homecoming and uh, any news that we have, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, assuming we, I don't know. We haven't planned that far ahead. We'll see. We'll find out. <laughs> back that was the ramones with the theme to spider-man yeah it's pretty great song i like it yeah, super on the nose for what we're about to really talk about. really <laughs> super on the song. nose yeah <laughs> i actually think spider-man homecoming had a ramones song yeah, like at the end didn't Creek it? Bop. yeah <laughs> yeah so uh so yeah we're going to talk a little bit about spider-man homecoming i don't want to get into like crazy spoilers but i don't know it's a discussion some light kind of non-movie breaking things might come up in discussion yeah, yeah, yeah. so if you're if you really want to go in super cold maybe go take a 10 15 minute break from the show or something i i thought it was uh, uh innovative and brave how instead of doing your regular spider-man story spider-man was actually a, a middle-aged man who wears a trench coat full of spiders yeah, that was yeah a real big twist yeah yeah, and he shoots the spiders out of the trench coat. Yeah. And uh, when he solves crimes, the police give him more spiders to put in yeah. there. You know, you just described the Spider-Man villain Swarm, who was a <laughs> not who was a Nazi scientist that put his brain into like a thousand bees and he just makes his body out of bees. <laughs> in a purple cape. Bees, bees are sticking my flesh. Yeah. Actually it's he goes to the point where individual bees hold up teeth so that when he talks he has a mouth <laughs> and like reflective things so that people have eyes to look at <laughs> yeah seriously this is a real spider-man villain he's not in spider-man homecoming but you know i feel like i feel like it's like that part in, Le in lego batman when the jokers is naming off a whole bunch of stupid batman villains mm -hmm. and the guy's like i think you're making some of these up Nope. 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 Oh, yeah, they, yeah, they could do that with Spider-Man. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I feel like you could do that with any superhero that's been around long enough. <sighs> yeah. If your character's around for longer than 20 years, you have some weird supervillains. <laughs> it just becomes a requisite. Like the top for the Flash. Oh, yeah. He has super speed, but only when he's spinning. <laughs> 
Yeah. Anyway, Spider-Man: yeah. Homecoming. Let's yeah. talk about this there, movie. There's no trench coat man. I I made that up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> really? You did? <laughs> yeah. That's how, not how, the way they went with the movie. Surprisingly. How, how dare you, Cody? Where's your journalistic integrity? Yeah. Well, they they didn't they didn't buy my treatment. Ah, uh, that's it. That's what it is. So uh, so what'd you guys think of the movie? It was oh. great. Oh man, it's a good movie. Really good. Yeah. yeah. I I was surprised how how much I liked it because I've I've got some Marvel fatigue. Yeah. Sure. Absolutely. <laughs> and it. It doesn't 100% break from the mold of the Marvel movie, but it's different enough. It has a different flavor. Yeah. Yeah. It's more comedy than action movie. This is, it. I would almost, almost go so far as to say it's like, what if John Hughes made an action movie? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I can definitely yeah, see that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I could see that. It's almost got a Deadpool Jr. thing going on. Kind of. Kind of. Yeah, kind of. I mean, yeah. still not, not to that extreme, but yeah. yeah. Not self-aware and not raunchy, but still really funny. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I thought it was just excellent from beginning to end. I am so glad. It did two things in this movie that I've wanted done in a Spider-Man movie since the um, since Spider-Man 2. No mention of Uncle Ben. Like, at all. No, it wasn't an origin story. And they didn't say, with great power comes great responsibility. <laughs> they show it. They show it multiple times. And, like, they... It, like, almost hurts Peter to be responsible in this movie. Yeah. Because you can see on his face in some of the scenes where he's like, I would much rather be having fun with friends. Yeah. I would much rather be just be a kid. But <sighs> I gotta go do the right thing. Yeah, like, he's trying to live up to mm-hmm. an ideal. Yeah. And you don't get a lot of shots of him like swinging through the city like the Sam Raimi style kind of like big wide like yeah. panning shots. In fact, they had a whole scene set in the suburbs where he can't do it. Yeah. He couldn't swing. He had to so, run through that golf course <laughs> very, in a very few, uh, Ferris Bueller's Day Off fashion. Which is funny yeah. because in the one point where he's running mm-hmm. through the backyards, Ferris Bueller's Day Off does appear on a TV. Well, I'll tell you, it was a, it was like two seconds before that pops up. I went, my brain went. This is like Ferris Bueller. And then it pops up right there on screen. <laughs> Here it is. This is what we're referencing. And I, it was like perfect. It was perfect. Oh, gosh. I've never seen Ferris Bueller. Of course. Add it to the list. <laughs> yep. Add it to the list. But so, no. and you are disappointed. <laughs> but, uh, but no, it was really, really well done. We're all ex- executed. I think, I think this is my favorite version of Spider-Man. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Tom is... Holland does a great job. Oh, absolutely. This is the best Spider-Man movie they've ever done. Mm-hmm. I also Even love... Even though I've only seen, like, three of all of them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, which ones have you seen? Maybe two. Yeah, I've only, see... I've only seen one and three. One and three? Okay. Well, you're missing Oof. the best of the Sam Raimi. Two was really good. Yeah. You uh, like you're two. not missing much with the Andrew Garfield stuff. I figured. I yeah. liked the Andrew Garfield stuff. I liked parts of the Andrew Garfield stuff. He made a good Spider-Man. He made a terrible Peter Parker. Yeah. And unfortunately, those films focused almost entirely on Peter Parker. Yeah. Yeah. I like that when Tom Holland is Spider-Man, he leaves the mask on. Yes. There's no scene where he dramatically rips his mask off and goes, oh, so you could see like the, the his anguish. face. Yeah. Yeah. And I, a lot of that is his um, eyes. Yes. yes. Yeah, and the and it didn't look ridiculous. Like, no. There's some scenes in that first Sam Raimi Spider-Man where it's like him and Green Goblin talking on a roof. Mm-hmm. And even when I was a kid seeing it for the first time, I'm just like, this looks really stupid. Yeah. It, like, this yeah. looks like, like Power Rangers level kind of like goofy. Yeah. No, I, I agree with you there. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I can't. I can't. I can't defend that. It's, it's bad. Um, there, but there, there was something else this movie did that we haven't really seen in a Spider-Man movie. Mm-hmm. In all of the other Spider-Man movies, like all the five other ones, mm-hmm. there's there's at least one really dramatic Spider-Sense scene. Yeah, and there's not there's not in this. No. Yeah, he didn't really. Did he even mention it? He no. doesn't mention the Spider-Sense. You you got but, a sense that he had one. Yeah, because you can kind of see where he like he'll perk up for like a second mm-hmm. to like dodge out of the way or something. It's because everyone knows Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah. everyone knows what Spider-Man yeah, can do. That's the thing. the The movie doesn't think the audience is dumb. Yeah. Like, it, it realizes everyone knows who Spider-Man is. Everyone knows what Spider-Man can do. Yeah, and it just sets you, like... It's like you picked up an issue right in the middle of a run. It's like, okay, this is a story being told about Spider-Man. This isn't an origin story. This isn't issue number one. This is just a comic Spider-Man is Spider-Man. established. Yeah. yeah. I also like that they went back to the idea that 
Spider-Man villains are bank robbers at their core. Yeah. At their yeah. core, they're not out to conquer the world. They're not out to destroy things. They're not out for revenge. They need money, so they're going to do things to get money. And the Vulture and his crew are that. They're just arms makers. They make science weapons. And for a really good reason, and they set it up very, very, very well. Yeah. Yeah, I never thought I would be sitting in a, in a world where I actually feel for the vulture. Oh, I don't care about the vulture in any form except for this film. <laughs> and you know why? Because they dropped that weird aging thing. Yes. Because in the comics, part of the vulture's thing is he can absorb the life force of people to turn him from an old man to a young man. Like, That's weird. Like vultures do, you know? <laughs> Just like how they do. Yeah. Yeah, he's like obsessed with aging, and he's a really dumb villain, and I've always hated the vulture. Yeah, but no, this vulture's great, and his suit makes sense. It's not, and I don't think he actually calls himself the vulture no. at any point. Nobody no, does. Peter's always like, he's like some kind of weird vulture guy. He's like a, we- a weird monster guy. Yeah. yeah, that's all it is. Like, his weird, like, bird feet yeah. contraption makes sense. His wings make sense. The helmet makes sense everything makes sense on the i character. love it when he when he when he like zips up his like his flight jacket mm-hmm. and the furry collar on the flight jacket makes the furry vulture collar yeah exactly yeah it's, again everything everything makes sense and it's and it's not like they're trying to shoehorn in because because it's like this in the comics this is why we have to do it in the movie it just it works yeah it works i mean he honestly tries to be an honest guy at the beginning of the movie yeah and then kind of gets pooped on. Yep. And that, I tell you what, I was in I was in for the movie within two minutes of it starting. Do you know why? Because uh, they brought in uh, the damage control? Because they brought in damage control. Damage control is one of my favorite concepts in the Marvel Universe. They, in the, com- in the comics, they're a company that comes, is contracted by Stark or the U.S. Shield. government, S.H.I.E.L.D. or whatever, to come in and fix cities after giant... Super <laughs> super battles happen. They just come in and fix things. Like, and they're just normal people. Well, there's one guy. The the foreman has super strength, but yeah. he doesn't he doesn't fight crime. He's like, I would rather just be fixing stuff. I don't. You know, he's I a construction care. dude. Yeah, but damage control is one of my favorite concepts in comics. And at one point, there was going to be a damage control show based, yeah, set in the Marvel universe. I don't know if that's still going to happen. Yeah, that would if that's probably gonna... be better than Shield. Honestly. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, honestly, yeah. They're like they're just. They're more responsible than S.H.I.E.L.D. Absolutely. Yeah. So uh, within two minutes of seeing damage control, I was like, okay, they get it. <laughs> I'm in. We're Let's do this. This is great. Let's see. What else? Uh, what do you think of the other cast? What do you think of Ned? Ned is a new addition to the Spider-Man lore. He's never had a character like that in any form like of a, Like a buddy? Yeah. yeah I, I liked it. Yeah. Uh, he, was a, he, was a, he was cute. He was a good kid. <laughs> yeah. He was a really good kid. And I like how at the beginning... When he finds out uh, Peter Spider-Man, he's like, I want to be your tech guy. I want to be your guy in the chair. (laughs) By the end, he kind of becomes the guy in the chair. (laughs) The fact that he keeps spinning around and going, guy in the chair. Yeah. Yeah. He was was endearing, but he wasn't like overly annoying. Exactly. Yeah. That's exactly. Yeah. I'm glad the movie didn't get tied up in too much Avengers bullcrap. Yeah. It was. Yeah. I think that might have been the weakest part of the movie, though. Was the Stark bits? Um, was the Stark bits, and not because Robert Downey Jr. was bad, or that um, uh, John Favreau was bad as Happy. I'm actually glad that they did more stuff with Happy Hogan. Yeah, than, it's been a while. Than Stark, and that it's like Happy is trying to do this thing because he wants a promotion. But I think that was kind of the weakest part. Uh, they could have done with just a little bit less of those references. Yeah. I think also. I'm not sure how much I enjoy Spider-Man's Stark suit being like Iron Man light. Yeah, I was thinking this too, because like at one point, at what point is he Spider-Man and not just Iron Man Jr.? Yeah, I mean, or Iron Spider. On one hand, it makes sense because Iron Man in this movie is like overly protective, like overly protective. And of course, he's going to build a bunch of safety controls and stuff into the suit because he's like, this is a 15 year old kid. And I just turned him into a super soldier. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm going to do everything I can to make sure this kid doesn't die. But, yeah, some of that extra stuff was just... Although, did you catch uh, the... It's a giant reference in, in joke. The voice of Karen, the computer suit, is Jennifer Connelly. 
she's married in real life to Paul Bettany, who was Jarvis and is now Vision. <laughs> so the voice in Iron Man suit in real life is married to the voice in Spider-Man suit. <laughs> yeah, just one giant mm-hmm. joke there. Yeah, I don't. I think that might have been the only real kind of down point. Yeah, I, I understand why they had to give the suit a voice mm-hmm. so we would have somebody to talk to during all the that alone th- that one yeah. scene. Yeah. But it just doesn't seem right. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I think it makes sense for the universe they've built. Because mm-hmm. the fact you know, even though he gets the suit taken away and he goes back to his his red hoodie, uh, basically the Scarlet Spider costume <laughs> to a point. Yeah. Yeah. I think I like the other casting in this film as well. I, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, everybody's good. Nobody, mm-hmm. nobody stands out as being bad. The the only thing that I didn't much care for, and part of me, part of me thinks it's kind of neat, but that very end bit with uh, Zendaya's character. Mm. I don't want to spoil it, but you know, at the very, very, very end. It didn't bother it, me. Well, it didn't bother me too much, but it's like, did you need it? Did that need to? Did that extra little twist need to be tacked on there at the end? Well, I actually read an article the other day that said, "Yeah, they say that, but it's not really it's what a, it is." Yeah, well, it's like at the end of Dark Knight Rises, yeah. where um, Joseph Gordon-Levitt's character says, "Oh yeah, by the name, my name's Robin." Yeah, my my actual name's Robin. Get it? <laughs> yeah, but they said, Robin. But they said that she is not that character. Gotcha. All right. Well, that's fine. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, whatever. I mean, if she ends up truly being that character, that's fine. It's an interesting take on her. Yeah. Plus, I really liked oh, yeah. her. I really liked her character. In the yeah, movie. I liked yeah. her character a lot in the movie as well. I liked yeah. how sassy and uh, kind of crazy she was. Yeah. <laughs> like I said, there is there. I also liked the interesting take they had on Flash Thompson. Or that was Flat, whatever they say is, he, his name. He is be. a modern modern bully because i don't think they could do the 1960s version of i'm just a big guy who's going to punch, punch you. you a lot yeah, yeah. Like, he doesn't play these days he's a jerk he's he's a jerk with psychological he's like, not he's not physically abusive he's just a he's just a douche plus they a douche with money they go to a uh uh science like a um special like science high school yeah if you noticed a giant football player would not work. No, <laughs> and a a big dumb football player wouldn't work in a giant in like a special preparatory like scientist high yeah. school. So they gotta have a super rich snob jerk. Yeah, character. I think Hannibal Buress is wasted as a gym teacher in the Marvel universe. Well, I think so too. <laughs> I think he's too funny to like. I don't know. Make him some kind of superhero. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you notice that there are five villains in this movie? There are five of them. I mean, only one of them's two of them. One of them's named. named. Another one is the main is the vulture. The other one's shocker who's named, but only because the guy's an idiot (laughs) or the first guy's an idiot. And it's like, I'm the shocker. Look at me. (laughs) Yeah. That part was was funny. That was great. But uh, the guy, the tech guy, the guy who built the stuff, he's based on a character called the tinkerer. Yep. Yeah. Um, the scorpion is only referenced visually, kind of visually and by name. Oh yeah, I, I yeah, I guess yeah, yeah. And he's actually a, a few weeks ago we ran a story about the Silver Sable Black Cat movie, and we mentioned there that there was a reference to a reference to a cameo that ties those yeah, that movie to this. Yeah, yeah. Scorpion's going to be one of the major antagonists in the Silver Sable Black Cat movie. Yeah, that's what that reference is. That's that's it. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, uh, Donald Glover uh, was a uh, name and visual reference to the Prowler, who was an old Spider-Man villain. Yep. And ties to Miles Morales. Yes, the second Ultimate Spider-Man. Uh-huh. I love this movie. Oh, yeah, it's a great yeah, movie. it's a great movie. Um, yeah. I love the fact that the web shooters are still mechanical. Yes. Because that was and one thing I loved about uh, the Amazing Spider-Man movies was he had mechanic web shooters and not the bio web shooters. And that he doesn't go to like a science lab to make the webbing. Nope. He, he just does it at school. He <laughs> just makes it at, at school and hides it behind a bunch of lockers that he can lift up. Yeah. <laughs> one thing I liked is um, they sh- they did a really a really good job at showcasing the fact that he is just a kid. Mm-hmm. And he screws he, up a ton. He screws up a lot, but also he has moments of extreme weakness because he is a kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he may have super strength, but sometimes I think he forgets about it when he gets scared. 
you're talking about that specific yes. ending at spot at the end. Yes. That was probably some of the best acting in a Spider-Man movie I've seen in a long time. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah, I just I I can't I can't say enough about this movie. And you know, there's a lot of really good visuals that tie to the comics. The scene of Spider-Man with this is again within the first five minutes of the movie, so I don't think it's a spoiler. Oh, the part he's, where he's eating the sandwich. He's he has sitting his mask on top of up. yeah. That is a very classic like Spider-Man visual. I like that they didn't take the entire mask off to eat the sandwich. Yes, it's just pulled up to the nose. He's just sitting there watching the city. Yeah, eating a bad lunch. Eating a bad lunch. That's Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. To me, that's Spider-Man. He was always the he was always the people's hero. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, until recently in the comics, but also yeah, the character is yeah. a lot older and blah, blah, blah. Sure, sure. Yeah. Hey, Spider-Man, do a flip. <laughs> that part was great. <laughs> that yeah. was great. Yeah. That part was great. That's exactly and, what somebody would yell at Spider-Man from the street. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. In fact, you know, he was like showing people around town in his spider suit. And... That first uh, intro sequence where he was just being friendly neighborhood Spider-Man is... It was great. <laughs> just the best. Well, I don't know how much more we could talk about the movie without, without getting, super getting super spoilery, and I don't want to do that. I Which think would be fun, but it would yeah. be it would be super fun to dig yeah. into it. But it's the movie is less than a week old. Mm-hmm. Yeah, go yeah. just go see it. See it. I, I was money. kind of reluctant because, like I said, Marvel burnout. But I'm glad I did. Also, it's got a twist in there you won't that I didn't see coming. I didn't see it coming either. The theater, the everybody in the theater when I went to see it did not see it coming. And I'm usually pretty good at catching twists. <laughs> when it happened, when it when it happened, I was kind of like in, in the back of my head. I was like, "Well, I mean, I was kind of expecting." Like, oh, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. But it wasn't like, "Oh, I saw it coming." Like a mile away. No, yeah, no, 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 not at all. It was cleverly nested in there. Okay, we're about ready to get into spoilers, I know, so I know. we got to move on. <laughs> okay, so we have like almost no time, but we're gonna fly through a couple of news bits here. Um, speaking of Marvel stuff. The, there's a New Warriors show that's going to be um, it's being produced for Freeform. Freeform. Whatever that we've, we've is. talked about that's, it. It's a channel. ABC Family. It used to be ABC Family, and then it was Disney Family, and now it's Freeform. I think it was Fox Family another Fox time. Fox Family. Yeah, it's been the Family Channel. Whatever. Um, At one point, it was just called the Family Channel. I think so. Anyway, they're doing a show based on the New Warriors, which are a bunch of like teen young, or young Marvel twenties Marvel characters, D-list Marvel characters. Uh, basically, they, they really are. And the main <laughs> character in that show is Squirrel Girl, which we have been on record to say that we love. Yeah. It's a great character. They cast her finally. It's an actress named uh, uh, Milana Viantrub. Uh I think I'm saying that name yeah, right. Yeah, that man. sounds right yeah. to me. Name doesn't sound familiar to a lot of people. She hasn't done a ton, but. She is Lily, the AT&T girl in all of those <laughs> AT&T commercials. That's where like 90% of the pop of people will know her from. <laughs> she was in we, Ghostbusters as like screaming rat ghoul or something. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> I know her from, uh, uh, she used to have a, a YouTube uh, channel and uh, she was in Other Space with the Paul Feig space show uh, yeah. that I enjoyed quite a bit. Um, when we say the AT&T, was she the one that had like the bedazzled AT&T jacket? Yes. Okay, okay, okay. She's the real cute one. Yeah. Yeah. I always did enjoy those commercials. Mm-hmm. Mostly because of her, because she was adorable. Yeah. Well, she's going to be a squirrel girl, and I th- I think it's good casting. Oh, yeah. yeah. It works. Yeah. Yeah, she's she's got, like, that quality that I would look for in a actress. In a squirrel girl? <laughs> yeah. No, I'm, I'm just saying, I'm like, you know, she's, you know, she's not like, you know, some, you know, she's not like the Enchantress where she's literally a supermodel. You know, she's a very real-looking girl. Yeah, 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 that and and she has um she's uh second city trained so she's a uh, uh, comedic yeah. she's funny she's a comedic yeah. act- actress and that really shows me what kind of show that this new warriors which is basically going to be Squirrel Girl and the New Warriors <laughs> Squirrel Girl and people and friends and friends basically it just kind of shows me what kind of show this is going to be and I've you know if I had the freeform channel I'd probably watch it <laughs> uh, hopefully it'll show up on like Hulu or something or you know what it's 2017 i'll find a way to find to watch this <laughs> yeah. show that's not going to be a problem wink yeah let's see more superhero news amazon prime video or whatever yeah a new trailer for the tick yeah if it got picked up and it's getting thank god i think it's getting eight episodes something like that yeah eight, eight or 12 episodes and then with an option to get a second season uh i hope 12 because eight's not enough Eight's not enough yeah it looks great. Yeah, the the tra- the not the trailer, the pilot was excellent. Yeah. I loved it. Yeah. The pilot was a little dark. 
like not like tone wise, but like just visually, everything was kind of dark and muted. Mm. It looks like they fixed the Tick's costume. He is bright blue, <laughs> and Peter Serafinowicz does the Tick voice perfectly. Pretty, yeah, uh, folks who don't know him, he's a comedic actor. He was in uh, Guardians One as one of the Novas. Yeah, he was the one that wasn't John C. Riley. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> But no, it looks really good. Uh, even Arthur's costume, they modernized it to a point where it still makes sense and is visually Arthur, the moth yeah. guy. Yeah. Yeah. Reluctant moth guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, I, I'm excited for it. I, I've, I've always been a Tick fan. I've always loved yeah. the Tick. Oh, yeah. He's great. He's over the top and goofy with his com- his external comic book monologuing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I... I love the Tick cartoon. Um, have you ever read any of the Tick comics, like the original? I've wanted to. I've ben wanted to over stuff. the years. I yeah. just never really got into it. I'll let you borrow uh, it next time I, once I find the the trade. Uh, it only ran for nine issues, but it's it's a really good nine issues. Man, that like, cartoon was was on point. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. I'm excited to see some of the side characters from the Tick too, because the Tick has a great <laughs> gallery of ridiculous heroes. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna ask the room. Batman well or Deflator Mouse? Deflator Mouse. <laughs> hmm. Deflator Mouse. Yeah. Probably. Okay. <laughs> for for the folks at home, there was a live action tick show starring uh, Patrick Warburton. Yep. A few years that w- was released a few years after the animated series was off the air. Actually, I think it was about five or ten years. Afterwards. Yeah. Yeah, it was a lot. It was. A, it was, was a enough. Big gap. It was yeah. enough that the tick still had a a name recognition right in the general populace right and in the cartoon there was a batman analogous called Deflator mouse and he was kind of just this jerk yeah he was a <laughs> he was like a, just a rich boy yeah just with pretending. a very 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 bat like costume with big nostrils and ears and stuff mm-hmm. on it and they couldn't use the they couldn't get the rights to that character for the live action series so they changed him to batman well who was a latino batman who was more interested in picking up chicks I think that that name is a little too on the nose. Yeah. Have Batman well. <laughs> I mean, it's a funny joke, like, the first time, mm-hmm. but I don't, like, just having your character named that constantly. Well, that was a big problem with the Patrick Warburton live action series <laughs> was a lot of the jokes were like, it's funny the first time, but after nine episodes, <laughs> it's like, I get it. <laughs> But no, this this looks really good. Have they casted American Maiden? I don't think they have. Uh, so far, the only real casting I've seen has been uh, the Tick, Arthur, um, Dot, They're... Arthur's sister, and the Terror. This hundred-year-old, yeah. like, oh um, yeah, 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 turn of the century villain. Even if American Maid's even going to be in it, because you know, the I don't know. Patrick Warburton one had somebody else, didn't it? Yeah, it was. Oh, God, what was her name? I think it was just Miss America or something like yeah. that. Yeah, just yeah, yeah. I was like, uh, was it Liberty? Something? Liberty Bell. No, no, <laughs> that this, was is, this isn't City. Yeah. This isn't City Heroes. <laughs> Her name was Liberty Bell. Yeah, I think that's a DC character too. <laughs> yeah, it's a real on the nose character. <laughs> character Patri- name. Patriotic female superhero. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see more superhero t- television oh, news. Man. Let's keep going. The Umbrella Academy. That was a comic that was done. I want to say a decade ago. And not a Resident Evil spinoff. No, which no, is what it, it sounds like. <laughs> I, right. Uh, it was a superhero comic done by Gerard Way of My Chemical Romance and currently of the um, DC Comics uh, Young Animal uh, yeah. line, which is really good. If you want some good comics to check out, Cave Carson has a Cybernetic Eye and Doom Patrol and um, Mother Panic. And there's a fourth one. There's actually a fifth one now, Bug, oh, man. The Adventures Doom of Patrol. Doom Patrol is really good. Anyway, I love Doom Patrol because it's weird. Anyway, uh, Gerard Way, his first foray, like actual foray into comics, it was the Umbrella Academy, and it's been picked up for a Netflix series. Netf- Everything gets a Netflix series. Where's <laughs> Have we gotten a Netflix series yet? Uh, give us six months. <laughs> we'll get it. I don't know. Somebody will t- stub their toe on us. Yeah, yeah. I read Umbrella Academy. It was big when um like hot topic was selling comics there for a hot minute because it was very much like that style of mm-hmm. story like i flipped through it at the store once or twice i'm like i don't i don't care yeah i read it and it's fine i netflix could be spending their money elsewhere yeah there's there's a lot of other things that you know i mean it does have some cool visuals like a guy with 
the body of a gorilla. Yeah. And a, the head of a guy. Uh, the whole idea is where it was a bunch of kids that were uh, had superpowers that were raised by the Umbrella Academy to be a super team, and they all come back 20 years later because one of their siblings, or no, it wasn't their sibling, it was their like adoptive father passed away. Yeah. And they're all kind of forced to come back together. <laughs> it's an indie after movie being... plot. And basically, yeah. <laughs> and they've all kind of, like, one is trying to live a normal life, and one's gone, gone on to become, like, a world-famous scientist because his power was, like, super, like math powers and one is just was became kind of like a burnout and uh a somewhat realistic take on a superhero Mm -hmm. and then there was and then they go up against one of their other like adoptive sisters who didn't have powers as a kid but was like surgically augmented to have like destructive violin powers (laughs) yeah Yeah. also it's weird (laughs) yeah i don't know Again, Netflix could be spending their money elsewhere. I'm sure it'll be fine. It's the most basic indie movie plot. It kind of is. Somebody died, so I have to go home and deal with emotions. With my crazy family. Yeah. Who just also happen to be superheroes. Yeah. It's Garden State with superheroes. Kind of. It kind of is. Yeah. (laughs) Although if it's filmed like a Wes Anderson movie, that would be kind of (laughs) neat. We have time for one last news bit. So Disney's been doing a lot of like live action adaptations of their animated films. And I guess they're working on Aladdin and they're running into <laughs> This is the dumbest sentence we're ever this is say. The, yeah. This is very dumb. According to Disney, they are having trouble casting a non white Aladdin. Let that sink in. Yeah. You think they would have learned the last time when they tap danced around the issue about trying to cast People from Mulan, and the and people lost their minds about it. It's not that hard it's... to cast brown people. <laughs> <laughs> There's an entire country. country There's a few of, of them. <laughs> yeah, just off the top of my head, I can think of Dev Patel from Slumdog Millionaire. He would be about the right age. I could think of the guy who played Flash from Spider-Man: Homecoming. He's, he, he's already working for. He's Disney. already working for Disney. Like, there's an entire country full of Bollywood actors that they can pull. They don't have to find a name actor to fill this role. If they want a name actor, Jafar and the genie. Get relatively unknown actors and actresses for the rest of the human cast. To to play the rest of the cast. It's it's a movie based on Aladdin. It's it's not difficult. It's already sold to people. It's not difficult. Can they look at what happened to Prince of Persia? And, <laughs> and, and, take, about that. and take a hint. Jake Gyllenhaal is not Persian. It, it, is not Persian. <laughs> Find a non-white actor for Aladdin. He's yeah. Aladdin. His name is Aladdin. For crying out loud. <laughs> Just because the genie calls him Al doesn't mean you have to go down to the 7-Eleven to get your street rat. <laughs> come on. Like... Come on. Yeah, you could cast whoever you want for the genie. He's a blue... He's a blue ghost. He's a blue ghost, yeah. <laughs> and, and Jafar is debatably human. No, he was human in the first one. I know, I know. Yeah. Like I said, debatable. Yeah. <laughs> How about we just don't make this movie? Well, they're going to make this movie. Yeah, I, I mean, they're going to go through. They're probably just. Gonna, they're probably going to do everything. Oh, yeah, they're going through the whole canon, and it's kind of boring it's gonna be weird when they get to that live action aristocats movie yeah <laughs> hey i'd be down for that <laughs> hey i mean they're they're still trying with uh the lion king oh yeah they are trying with the lion king aren't they yeah oh, a yeah. live act live action in quote quotes. unquote yeah, yeah. <laughs> how about the rescuers and its sequel the rescuers down yeah. under well, if things hold true, Down Under would be the superior film. Well, yeah, that's very true. The, the Great Mouse Detective. Hey, hey, don't you put that voodoo out there. Live great action. Mouse Detective is one of my favorite movies. <laughs> but it's great, and it's really dark for a Disney film. Oh, sure, it was during the dark the dark time of... Like when the Black Cauldron came out. Yeah, yeah. oh yeah, sure. Disney's oh. Dark Ages is literally what that time period is mm-hmm. called. Yeah. Oh, man, what about a, a, a Disney... Um, Lilo rock- and Stitch. Shut up. Oh, that, just the most garbage CG stitch running around. I can oh, already man. see it in my head. Yeah, I don't know, man. If they could get Lilo's if they, white, if they could, <laughs> if they could get Andy Zirkus to do it, 
<laughs> that would actually be kind of cool. Andy Zerkas would be a great Stitch. He kind of would. <laughs> and he could do right. the voice. Yeah, he, really well. Smeagol's already half there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Hey, we are like super over time, so yeah. we got we to gotta wrap things up. Uh, you've been listening to Nerd Overload. Thank you very much for tuning in. You can find us each and every day over at nerdoverload.com. You can also find us at Facebook at facebook.com forward slash nerdoverloadradio. You can email us at staff at nerdoverload.com. You can tweet at us at nerd underscore overload or subscribe to our YouTube channel, Nerd Overload TV, or also subscribe to our Twitch channel, Nerd Overload Live. Boy, there's got to be an easier way to say that. Yeah, it's it's turned into a real mouthful. It really has, yeah. Uh, Anyway, we are also on iTunes and Stitcher, so check us out over there. You can find all of our back episodes, even the ones when we weren't on the radio, which is pretty cool. Yeah, arguably. Yeah, when we weren't even called Nerd Overload. Yeah, remember Pizza Cast? No one remembers no. Pizza Cast because I think we were the only ones that listened to Pizza Cast. <laughs> anyway, thanks again for tuning in, and we will be back next week. Pizza out.